Hello, and welcome to this special extra episode of Close Talking. I am co-host Jack Rossiter-Munley. Our previous episode was about the Mary Oliver poem Wild Geese. This is a small portion of our conversation that we ended up cutting out of the final episode about a connection I saw between some of Mary Oliver's work and the philosophical output of Soren Kierkegaard and some of Connor's thoughts about the philosophical heft and weight of Oliver's poetic project. So we wanted to share that with you. Very quickly before we get into it, the standard quasi-desperate plea to head on over to Apple Podcasts slash the iTunes store, however you prefer to think of it, and leave us a rating. And if you are so moved, a review. We love those five-star ratings and kind words and reviews because those are the best ways to help us out with the Apple Podcasts algorithm and help new people find the show. So without further ado, on to the show itself. Enjoy. My weird thing that we can maybe or maybe not include uh, is that for whatever reason, since Mary, since Mary Oliver's passing, um, I was thinking about some of the ways in which she is similar to uh, the fairly well-known philosopher Soren Kierkegaard. The most obvious way is that they're both very religious and thought a lot about religion. Um, they're very different in the directions they go, but it occurred to me that they form almost this kind of like continuum in a way. So Kierkegaard was like freaked out his whole life that he was going to die because he was part of a fairly large family, but all of his, all but one of his siblings, I think died pretty young. And so he was like, Oh my God, I'm going to die. I need to write as many books as possible between now and then to save myself. Um, and also to like get this information out to people before I'm gone. So he wrote like a ton of books. A lot of them were based on this idea he had, which is that he looked around at society and was like, wow, everybody thinks all this dumb shit has a ton of meaning. Specifically, he was mad at like institutionalized and bureaucratized religion. And he thought that religion had to be like really intense and meaningful. And it was not about, you know, a structure in society. It was about this like really intense meeting with the the meaning of God and like, don't think about it too much. Take your leap of faith. This is big famous, you know. So he really wanted people to like wake up to the world around them and like realize that you know, just sleepwalking through life and ascribing meaning to all these social structures. This is why he's like the great grandfather of the existentialists. He's like, hey, what if life is like not full of meaning? Have we thought about this yet? And so he came up with this idea that like when you actually think about that, you're filled with, uh, he coined the term angst. And that when you look around and you saw that all this stuff was like maybe not as meaningful as you thought, you know, he had all of his ideas about religion, but also like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And it occurred to me that that kind of sense of angst and uh, disconnection is the starting point for a lot of Mary Oliver's work. And that she takes that and then kind of flips it back. And she's interested in the ways that you then wake up to the world around you to find different kinds of meaning in the face of your angst or, or in the face of your despair. Uh, for her, it's not that necessarily like generalized social, oh my God, there's no meaning in the world, but like it could be that, or it could be that you're having a crisis of some sort. And for her, a lot of her work, as we were discussing earlier, like there's this jumping off point of despair or in the summer day, doesn't everything die at last and too soon? Um, it was that line that got me thinking of this because of Kierkegaard's fear of dying very young. Um, but it leads her to then say, hey, 
you might be freaked out. You might be sad. You might be lonely. You might be despairing. But life is kind of great in a lot of ways. And what do you plan to do with your very limited time here on Earth? And that's like a really profound question. And it gets memefied. And it's like her big pull quote. But it, I think there's actually a whole lot going on there. And a lot of her work is based around, she doesn't state it that explicitly all the time, but a lot of it is based around that for her, uh, like contemplating what is the purpose of being on the planet. A lot of it comes out of like trying to construct meaning and to find things that activate that aspect of like, ah, this is what I want to do with my time here. This is something that I really enjoy doing. These are things that are, perfect and beautiful and exciting to contemplate. And so that's my little Kierkegaard to Oliver continuum that I thought of the other day. I love that. That's great. Because it makes me think, you know, on the one hand, there's this sort of emotional desolation that Oliver is engaging with in her poems, a kind of human loneliness or despair. Um, but that's also linked to a kind of like, philosophical or intellectual despair, um, which is sort of either or both of what you could call epistemology or ontology. Um, epistemology being like theory of knowledge or, or what do we know, how do we know it? And ontology is like uh, being. So like, what does it mean to be in the world? Um, kind of thing. And Kierkegaard, as you were sort of describing, is worried about sort of those kinds of questions that have sort of emotional stakes for him, for sure. He's not like, you know, he obviously, as you were sort of saying, had, you know, these sort of real um, psychological and biographical reasons for the, the kinds of thoughts that he pursued. But it's a, I think it's 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 nice to put it in those terms too because there is a real there's sort of deep just questions that Oliver is interested in and that people are interested in and are haunted by I think that sometimes seem abstract perhaps like when you say the word ontology your face just glazes over and you start thinking about anything else because what a horrible word and why would you ever use that word? Um, I'm, I'm sorry, Connor, I spaced out for a second. <laughs> what were you talking about? <laughs> all right, all right. Um, but yeah, but I think that those questions do have emotional weight too. And so I think the poem, this poem and, and a lot of Oliver's poems thinks about those kinds of things together. Um, that there are these big, you know, big questions about life that we're not sure about. And they also have sort of emotional consequences and also have to do on our emotional lives and well-being. And, um, you know, we're going to think about those together. Because um, I don't want to reduce her to Sometimes I feel like loneliness can just sound like you're just talking about like a sad 
Zach or something, and who's just like down on his luck or whatever, um, which exists and should be not to denigrate the sad sacks of the world. I've been there myself, but there's there's big stakes um, in her work, both in terms of um, you know emotional stakes, but also like the intellectual philosophical question. So I, I think that's that's a good sort of question to to bring in um and yeah a good dimension to it hey there it's jack again thank you so much for listening to this extra special episode of close talking if you have thoughts on this episode on our previous episode on wild geese or on any other close talking episode we want to hear from you the best ways to get in touch with us are number one, Twitter. The show is at Close Talking. I am at Jack Rossiter Munn, and Connor is at Hot Sauce Boxed. You can also, if you have lengthier thoughts, get in touch with us via our email address, which is close talking poetry at gmail.com. That is a great way to send us more in-depth ideas about the poems that we cover and to send in suggestions for poems you might want us to cover in the future and we love ideas for for future episodes and finally we are also on facebook at facebook.com slash close talking and we have a new instagram account so you can follow us over on the gram where we are at close talking poetry thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time